0: Before you get into today's podcast, I just wanted to let you know that registrations for the Nest for years 1, 2, 3, and 4 are currently open. About 90% of the speakers that you hear on Origin Gate contribute to Nest material. So if you love the Origin Gate podcast, you're going to love the Nest. Join today, where we begin to grow and mature as sons of Yahweh. Classes kick off the first week of May 2021. To sign up, go to www.thefoundationnest.com Welcome to Origin Gates daily podcast, Wisdom's Echo. My name is Robbie Venter, sharing the thought of the day. I wanted to share with you guys uh, a portion of scripture I've been looking at in the last week or so. And just a few observations that I've made around that that might be helpful for you so reading out of Matthew 2 verse 13 now when they had departed behold an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream and said rise take the child and his mother and flee to Egypt and remain there until I tell you for Herod is about to search for the child to destroy him and he rose took the child and his mother by night and departed to Egypt and remained there until the death of Herod This was to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Out of Egypt I called my son. Then Herod, when he saw that he'd been tricked, became furious, and he sent and killed all the male children in Bethlehem, and in all that region who were two years old and under, according to the time that he had ascertained from the wise men. So what we're dealing with here is a leader who is threatened by the potential of another up-and-coming leader. His desire to kill and to exterminate another was obviously motivated by a sense of being jealous and a sense of being threatened. And the thing that I find interesting is that Christ as a baby posed no direct threat to Herod. It was the potential that Christ carried that caused Herod to do this. Now, just looking online, there's estimations that Herod killed around 14,000 children so that's that's an absolute massacre so i'm just wondering what was it that caused him to behave this way right it was a sense of jealousy a sense of insecurity and a sense of feeling threatened by another's power and another's potential which caused him to want to exterminate the life and you know, we noticed this in other parts of scripture too. I believe it was a very similar spirit that was operating in Saul when he hurled the spear at David. Again, it was another leader that was uh, rising up, that carried potential. And Saul, through insecurity and jealousy, uh, yeah, basically tried to murder David. And, and this made me think, what are the herods in our lives. And when I looked back, when I look back at my life, uh, I have recognized that there's been some circumstances where there have been some quote unquote herods that have come across my path. And it can really throw you off when you don't connect the dots as to why someone may be treating you a certain way, why someone might be treating you um, harshly and in this day and age in the context we find ourselves in these people may not want to literally kill you but their, their attitude, their demeanor, their words um, towards you and towards us um, can resemble the nature of Herod and the circumstance. And so one of the things that I realized is that Oftentimes I would look to men to validate the direction of my life or to validate um, my decisions, to validate my actions, to get yeah, to get a pat on the back or to feel okay about what I'm doing. And what I realize is that that that, that sort of approach really leaves you very open and susceptible to people who may be operating in a similar way to Herod, really yet getting in, in a very deep level to, to stop you from functioning and what you're called to do. So what we need to do, what I believe we need to do, is be very selective around who we allow to speak into our lives and making sure that they really do have our back and they really do have our best interests at heart and i've been very blessed and fortunate uh, to have great great leaders and great people in my life that i know really do want to see me succeed Um, but like i said looking back in my past i have definitely encountered some people who in hindsight and looking back with with more experience and perhaps maturity now i can see that they were operating and Yeah. in the sort of Herod approach. And at the time I couldn't see it. I couldn't connect the dots and I didn't understand why they were treating me harshly or why they were being unkind or why they were trying to block me in certain ways. Um, so we, we have to be, yeah, we have to be very careful. And so one of the things that I find interesting too about the scripture is that the Lord through, through this dream with the angel, directed them to get away from herod so one of the mistakes that i think that we make oftentimes is if there's an abusive person or someone who's yeah who doesn't like our potential in our lives we tend to stick around that person right why do we do that in in this case they're directed to avoid him So I think that that's one of the solutions to this is to A, be able to recognize this pattern when it occurs and B, to be able to have the, have the courage and the strength and the wisdom to avoid this type of person if they're in your life. So sometimes the, the voice of Herod can be very subtle, right? He, you can see, and if you go read in the scriptures, how he was trying to be manipulative and saying, I want to present Christ with a gift. Right. So sometimes the, the mask that a person who's operating in this type of thing wears is that they want to they flatter you or they want to pretend to be nice, but really um, this yeah, uh, what Herod wanted to do was to murder. So we can't be naive in terms of tuning into our spiritual guidance from the Father in terms of who we need to avoid. So the reality is that sometimes who you are and what you carry in the assignment on your life and the anointing on your life will trigger a negative and murderous response and someone else through no fault of your own. So looking back at one of the examples in my life, I was um, working for a company and I poured my heart and soul into everything I did, went above and beyond, yeah worked worked really hard and really gave everything I had to what I was doing in my role. And the person that I was reporting to uh, had this sort of attitude that this person would just talk behind my back. They would give negative reports, they'd just find try and find fault in every little thing and just had a generally yeah had a very negative attitude towards me and the harder i tried and the more effort i put in just the more negative this person's attitude grew towards me and what i realized is that the issue that this person had wasn't around my performance it was with me and it was as a result of feeling threatened and so the interesting thing is I came to the point where I was like, father, what, what am I doing wrong? What do I need to do differently to make this person like me? I'm trying every I've tried everything and I've put in so much effort and to try and please this person, but no matter how hard I try or what I do, it's not working. So what do I need to do differently? And instantly the father showed me three scenarios. He showed me the life of Joseph, the life of David, and then the life of Christ. All right, and in, in all three of those scenarios, there were um, people who wanted to yeah, extinguish them and take them down. And like with, with with David and Saul, right? The dynamic of an insecure leader who's feeling threatened that wants to extinguish the life of someone else, right? And so so I realized through that scenario that it wasn't an issue with me. It wasn't anything I was doing wrong. It was simply the other person's issue. And so at the time I was reading the book Weaponized Honor and I I found so many keys and strategies in that book to help me with the situation. And what I decided to do was just to continue to honor this person and I asked Yahweh to judge me. And as I did that, a few things happened. I got moved to... Um, another manager being over me. Um, And then I received a reward directly from the CEO for the work I was doing, which completely contradicted um, my previous direct manager's report, negative reports of me. And then this person got fired. Right. So there was, in the the scripture, it, it says of Herod, an angel of the Lord, struck him down now it may not be that an angel of the lord strikes down the herods in, in your life it may not be such an extreme thing but what we see is that when when we do the right thing despite this person one you know avoid avoid the person go somewhere else Two, maintain um an attitude of honor and three Ask Yahweh to judge us if there's anything wrong with us. If there's any wicked way in me, lead me in the way everlasting. Right. Um, what will happen is that divine justice will be administrated. And so we don't rejoice in the in the destruction of our enemies. But what happens is over time, divine justice will be administrated. And so this was the part of the story in the scripture that really, really uh just hit me really hard. It says, so get up, he said, take the child and his mother and go to the land of Israel for those seeking the life of the child are now dead. And it was like the father was saying to me that this is now true for you as well. Those who sought your life are dead. They have no more voice. They have no more say. They have no more influence. They have no more access. You've progressed beyond the point where The enemies or those who would seek to work against you have any relevance in your life. In the book of Hebrews, talking about the prophets, it said they endured mocking and flogging and chains and imprisonment. They were stoned, they were sawed in two, they were put to death by the sword. They went around in sheepskins and goatskins, destitute, oppressed and mistreated. The world was not worthy of them. So today we may not be sawn in half and boiled and put to death by the sword but the point is that the spirit that inspired these actions against the prophets that spirit is still very much active in various people to this day and we can't be like i said naive around the workings of these things we need to be we need to be sharp we need to be tuned in we need to be aware of the things that are influencing those people who are around us and we need to act accordingly and so for me <clears throat> this is very much a situation in which we've got to recognize what what is the Herod in my life sometimes it could be something very subtle right sometimes it could literally be a thought pattern in your own mind sometimes it could be a person that you've been around for your whole life or you're so, used to that you don't even recognize that they're limiting you or holding you back or shutting you down don't be surprised if someone isn't as excited as you are about your dreams or your potential or your calling or your giftings right because the chances are that unfortunately there are some people who are operating in a similar fashion to what Herod was operating in. And so the key is, I believe is for us to own our own destiny, own our own path forward, own the directions and instructions that we've been given from Yahweh, despite the responses of other people. And so my prayer for you, my prayer for for us is really that Yahweh would show us where there are any Herods in our life, whether that's internal, external, around us or wherever the case may be that Yahweh would show us, um, yeah, how to navigate through any of those circumstances. All right, guys, thank you for listening. Have a great day wherever you are. Cheers.